Show me something. Welcome back to the Show Me Something podcast. I'm Trevor. I'm Jacob. And I'm Will. And this week, I showed the boys Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, a Netflix original done by DreamWorks Studios. Yeah, what did you guys think? We'll start with Jacob. Yeah, I was uh, I was surprised. I didn't know it was DreamWorks. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what's Trevor showing us this time, dude? I was like, Trevor's trying to step it up. Um, and uh, I'll say that you definitely delivered. Um, I think that it took me probably like a couple episodes to really get into it. Probably, I think on the third episode is when it really started to stand out for me. I think that's the one with the cats. Um, yes. Yeah, I... I really, really liked it a lot. I think it was really great. I think it was a really, really great show. They, it was, um, it was like nice to see another like kind of like kids' show that has like that deals with serious issues or deals with like real topics and stuff like that. For sure, because um, like a lot of the show is like dealing with um, about like identity and how people are perceived and stuff like that. Um, and it was really nice to see. Also, the world building was fantastic. So good. The animation and colors were amazing. The music was like some of the best music I've ever heard in a children's television show. For sure. Some of the songs in this show are like on a Spotify playlist for me. Just I definitely believe that. The music was awesome. I loved the music. Um, yeah, there were some really great features in it. The episode with the wolves... <laughs> fucking jizz is in it <laughs> uh, he plays i think it's bad billions is his character yeah, that he Jizza plays and john hodgman are the two um billions which is billions. great i was oh. when he when he started rapping i was like oh, that's uh, fucking i fucking Jizza. know this voice <laughs> yeah. i didn't notice it until he started rapping either i was like holy fuck yeah. yeah um yeah no it's a really great show uh it has a lot of good payoffs the characters are great the the atmosphere is awesome um i'd give it a uh Probably like a 9 out of 10. I really loved it. I would definitely recommend watching it, and I will definitely watch the second season. Awesome. Yeah. Will? Yeah. Uh, 9 out of 10. Oh, Easy. Yes. And there, okay. were, there were even... I didn't want to delay that, because I've been like hinting that I had strong feelings about it all week. And Trevor, I think, has been very anxious to know how I felt. Um, I had a feeling you would like it, to be it's, fair. It's really, really wonderful. Uh, I. It didn't even take me, I think, past the first... It passed the intro to understand that I would love this show. Um, the sensibilities it has are really incredible. Um, from the opening moments, the art style is unbelievable. Uh, it's like not fully watercolor backgrounds, but it, it has a, a... That vibe. Yeah. It, it seems yeah. like it's intent intended to appear like watercolor backgrounds, but then the character animation is all very sharp and crisp. Which I think is a really cool juxtaposition aesthetically. Uh, yeah, everything Jacob said, I pretty much mirror. Um, there were even episodes that I think were maybe like a nine and a half. Um, I'm pissed that we did two episodes of Black Lagoon and only one episode of this. Um, one season, think, you mean? No, I mean, sorry, one podcast episode. Oh, oh God. I oh, wish we had split yeah. this up into two so we could really talk about it for like four hours versus Black <laughs> Lagoon, where you could barely get me to talk at all. That's fair. Um, like also, shout out Black Lagoon. No, not Shadow Black Lagoon. Still, still Wolf, Dees. Wolf is how you do Revy. Yes, I yeah, agree. Revy is a I agree. wolf. You know what? That's I never even thought that of that. That was like my That's... biggest thing this entire time. Wolf sucks at first, but they actually have character payoff for her. For sure. Well, I mean, it's kind of like anything. the same thing with like Toph and Avatar. 
It's like having yeah. like that tough character that's like mean, but like there's another side to right. her and there's mm-hmm. actually reasoning. Right. And Revy, <laughs> it's like sort of hinted at that there's that side, but it never actually shows up, at least from what we watched. And then it doesn't show up much more than yeah. that. <laughs> See, so I'm not even yeah. going to try. And but the run. people still want us to do the Black Lagoon pod. They yeah. do. So I can't, I can't. This, I would do an episode. I would do a full pod episode for every episode of the show. I really, truly We could. Would. We could go back and do We're it. We're not going to, I but I, I loved it. And uh, it was really great. And it's great timing on Trevor's part because it comes out... June 12th. Right. So I, that's the second why season I, comes out the day after this podcast drops. So Yes, that's why I, I wanted to... I always wanted to bring this. But then once the second season got announced... Yeah. And like I finally saw it because I do follow the show on their subreddit. Yeah. I was like... Ooh, okay. I gotta bring this like right now because yeah. it's gonna line up pretty darn well with the release of yeah. the second season. Yeah. So that'll be good for everyone listening. You can launch right into the second season as well as, you know, hitting up that popularity that's gonna be happening around. <laughs> it, hopefully, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. Um, this is, I mean, you know, it's not like my number one wavelength, but like I do try to pay attention to animated television because. Like Adventure Time is, you know, top five favorite shows of all time for me uh, in any genre. And uh, Steven Universe is wonderful. Both of those also have really great music in them, Cobb, um, that I think you would Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched either of those. Yeah. I really haven't watched a whole lot of um, animated series unless it's um, stuff that I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. I haven't really gone back that much. Yeah. This has are... thrown me more into it than anything else. Yeah. yeah. It's a really great starting point, I think. It's a good um, example of what animated television can be as opposed to just looking at it as a kid show um for sure it's got a lot of really mature themes there's some stuff that's like pretty fucking dark um yeah. but it's still made it just to be really light the jokes are hilarious um yeah. it deals with so social issues really well um that i won't spoil until we get into the spoiler zone uh it also yeah. has a very diverse cast too super diverse cast yeah. extremely yeah um it's a great moment about that too yeah mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's really fucking great man i was like so excited to watch every episode um yeah dude great just great great pick i'm so glad that you guys loved it like <laughs> you, I, did it, <laughs> you did it trev i did it i brought something you brought one where you hit it out of the park <laughs> Big um, shout out, Trev. If it's not obvious, it. I do give the show a solid nine and a half to ten out of ten. Uh, I loved this show sure. when I first watched. I watched this when it first came out on Netflix. I happened to catch, I think it might have been like some subreddit that I follow posted an image from this show, and I was like, "That looks interesting." And yeah. then I, it happened to come up on my recommended because I watch so much anime on there. They tend to recommend cartoons for me as well on Netflix, yeah. and it came up on my recommend. I was like. That seems kind of interesting, you know, post-apocalypse, more colorful, the yeah. whole nine yards. I'm like, all right, that seems cool. Let me give it a go. And I was blown away yeah. that it wasn't more popular. Yeah. Like, and I, the creator, I can't remember his name for the Radford life Radford Seacrest. Thank you. Is Was very vocal whenever the show first premiered on the subreddits and on Twitter and everything. People asking him questions, answering, actually answering some questions about even some maybe unclear points about the plots and whatnot. Hinting at stuff that he didn't want to give away directly. And saying that... Yeah, I assume a lot of stuff that's going to come in the next season, just because they do a lot of, like, tiny little flashbacks to, like, give you some, like, taste of, like, world building and, like, previous character development. Absolutely. And he has said, unfortunately, but also fortunately, that this show is probably only going to be two seasons. I love that. I don't think that's unfortunate at all. No, it's it's both fortunate and unfortunate, because I'm happy that it's probably going to wrap up, but also... 
you know, you want more. I mean, it yeah. seems like th- from watching this season without spoiling anything, they could finish it in a two-season arc. Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty easily. Right? I right. mean, it seems like they're at the midpoint of a story. Yeah. yeah. Um, this show started out... Oh, excuse me. As a comic that the creator was cre- making. Oh, yeah, and someone that. at DreamWorks happened to see it and then got in touch with them and, like, we want to make a show about it. And then the moment I think they started making the show, he actually pulled the comic down because... Or, like, something along those lines. Like, he stopped making the comic entirely and just focused on making the show. And now that's what we have now. There's some changes that happened between the show and the comic that we might yeah. be able to get into yeah. as we get into the episode. But it's it's so good. The music's just fantastic. That intro. Can we talk about the intro music just real quick? Yeah. The title sequence music. Yeah. Love it. I Every time I hear it, I'm just like... I'm just, like, dancing so in my upbeat. seat and, like, vibing with it. Also, like, the, oh. the way that they... Um, like show the title every time. Yeah. I love that so Most much. Every Other time. stuff has done it. I can't think of it at the Atlanta. time, but uh, Atlanta you... does it. Oh yes, Atlanta does yeah. do it. Yeah, it, it's so great when like the title is like worked into the scenery. Yeah. For sure. Fuck, I love it. It's yeah. it's so, so nice. It's so it's just like a little hint of like creative juices that like doesn't really matter. It makes it it makes so much of it's a difference. Just aesthetic. It makes yeah. a huge just yeah. the attention to detail that this show has is so. Yeah, nice. but the music is great. I mean, it puts you in a great mood whenever you hear it, and then it shoots up her name onto the screen. And you're yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Kipo, <laughs> it's the a great age, show. <laughs> and they like bring in the Age of Wonder Beasts, and yeah. it's like, what a good title too. Just yeah. oh, I actually don't love the title. You don't love the title? I wish it was just Kipo. The Age of Wonder Beasts. They never say Wonder Beasts at any point in the show. Doesn't do matter. Yeah, I mean, it's it cool. is. It is an Age of Wonder Beasts. Yeah. Oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would <laughs> um, like. I would like to know more about the background like i really want to know what happened on in the world october 2020 <laughs> according to the expiration date on that yeah. milk yeah. oh yeah october 2020 yeah. end of the world yeah because it says uh what was the other there's another note like a nod to it i think in episode one yeah it's like they find someone that's 2019 and this is obviously getting into minor spoilers but Someone says 2019 is old world. And I was like, oh shit. So it must have been right around the time. Then. Yep. October huh. 2020. And I mean, the theory for a long time. Could be, honestly. Yeah. Before we <laughs> got the announcement of when season two was, a lot of people were like, October 2020. Uh, you know, that's season two. It's got to be. And then yeah. it's like sooner, which is so much nicer. But yeah. Yeah. But like, what was it? Was it like nukes dropped? Like, why is everything so crazy? You don't, <laughs> don't know. know. Man. We don't <laughs> know. Like, people have tons of theories about like a forced evolution virus or. FEV, like in, uh, like in Fallout, Fallout yeah. and stuff, and like all sorts of like theories that pop up on the subreddit that I follow, but who, no one knows for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's something be, happened, if there is truth to the rumors that it's only going to be a two-season show, I'm sure we'll get some type of explanation. It doesn't seem like the type of show that would be that stone unturned. Let's um, hope so. They're very detailed, and it seems like it's very well planned out. Yeah. Um, I mean, also the fact that we don't know is I fine to be okay yeah for sure i would matter. be fine with it too i would just like to know just because i think it's interesting for sure <laughs> but like it's also the ultimate overall plot doesn't really depend on how the world ended it's just the yeah. fact that humans are not the top of the food chain anymore yeah and it's interesting i mean adventure time is a similar thing like you don't really know like for three seasons they don't talk about why the world is the way it is but then they actually go into it and it's wonderful of course but i don't think the show suffers in those first few seasons for mm-hmm. not knowing what happened exactly um but I guess we can get into the spoiler zone and yeah. start with episode one, Burrow Girl. Real yep. quick. Sorry to do this. No, go before, for it. Just like one last thing. If you are curious and your interest is piqued by this, 
the one caveat I would say is don't go to it expecting like an entirely unique show because the the story itself I think is not the most original. It's not. But I don't think that the show lives or dies by the story. I think it's all character work. It's world building like Cobb said, the aesthetic like Trevor said. Like don't be caught up in the fact that it's just like you're like just another post-apocalyptic show. Like that is simply a framework for like the wonderful shit that the show has to offer. Absolutely. I think like, it has such a positive outlook too on yeah. the um on like the post-apocalypticness of yeah. the environment. Yeah. At least the main character does. She has Kipo such is... a positive attitude. <laughs> she is ridiculously optimistic. She's so optimistic. It's great though. <laughs> yeah. It's very refreshing it to have is. some uh, have a character like that. Especially right now. Yeah, it is. It was very nice to to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and for that character to be the main character, like on occasion you'll find like in a show a character that's like too optimistic at yeah. times and you're like okay but... but a lot of the time that's also paired with somebody that's like they always make that character like kind of dumb at yeah. least yeah you know and the, and she's like incredibly smart she's yeah. like well educated yeah she just wants the, she's the best just happy. in the world and yeah. she makes the best in the world through her actions it's yeah fucking great man so good yeah it's, oh. nice. <laughs> it's really great all right i'm so, sorry so glad this is gonna be a gushing episode yeah, instead of the usual rag episodes that i bring no, a lot of gushing um <laughs> Right, you know yeah. what? No, I changed my rating. <laughs> By the end, you no, 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 it. no. I hate it somehow. No way. <laughs> like, All right. So, yeah. Like Burrow the, Girl. Burrow Girl, episode one. So, spoiler zone now. Yes. Official spoiler zone. No more, but wait. Yeah. So, amazing intro. Yes. Um, I think that every single episode of the show, the like, quote unquote, cold open before the titles drop is amazing it's mm-hmm. perfect whether mm-hmm. it's a flashback or a character tease or, i really liked the flashbacks like a lot. they're the so flashbacks were nice. they're so good and they do such an amazing job of like oh shit there's another thing i really want to know about like when like for the flashbacks when they go to kipo's dad um you know like teaching or teaching yeah. her mm-hmm. stuff and it's like well i want to spend more time with him and then like you know you just they do a really good job at building anticipation and, absolutely uh, suspense um, yeah, we called open on this one to City Skyline. Yeah, that then immediately flashes to City Skyline overgrown. Yeah, yeah. So like two hundred, I guess two hundred years ago into the present time, which yeah. is two hundred years later for mm. us in a way. Yeah, uh, we're right into it. Like she just pops out yeah. of that flood and is just immediately like, "I'm on the surface. What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at as an audience. Like. What is going on? Like, yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, I couldn't even, I wasn't even sure if she was human or not, just because she's a different color. She is She's purple. like pink or purple or whatever. <laughs> um, and like, she talks about how the humans aren't on the surface anymore. So I was like, okay, I guess all the humans are gone. And then, yeah. you know, you find out more and more throughout the episode that all the humans went underground. Um, either were captured killed or underground yeah or very sparsely surviving and we see why i mean when she starts going through the town and stuff and everything is all fucked up and all Mm -hmm. these monsters are there which she keeps trying to pet all of them (laughs) we see the bunny the The bunny's great 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 callback throughout the entire season too but yeah keep coming back for sure she tries to like get back in doesn't work shout out mondu yeah, she spots Mondu. Shout out Mondu, bro. He's um, the goat, dude. He's so Actually, funny. Dave's the goat. Dave's the goat. Dave is <laughs> one of the best what? comic relief characters. I, what a great character to come up with. It's so funny. I he's laugh. constantly evolving I and molting. every time he's on screen. Like, he's so, I, it's amazing. He only has a couple moments of fuck off. Like, for the most part, he's great. I don't even think there's anything. I don't think there moments. is. I love the him. Wolf, he makes me so happy. The wolf episode, he annoys me. 
I don't know. Oh, oh when, when he takes, takes over, over as Alpha? Yeah. I can see that. Like, yeah. that annoyed me, but uh, but not even that much. Like, for the most part, Dave is the best. Yeah. yeah. But we don't ha- we haven't met Dave yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, he comes in in episode two. Like, so we Kipo see- and Kipo and Mandu. She, who, I want to know who, I forget who sings for her, but she does that first that little. That fucking Surface World song is so good. One of my notes is, fuck the uh, bird for ruining that goddamn song, because it's so good. She finds a little guitar shop after meeting the dubstep bees. The dubstep bees are great, yeah. And she does just this little song, like, the sur- like yeah, the yeah. Surface World song, so good. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then giant, yeah. giant, basically, what, like a house wren? Yeah, or some sort is. of little songbird sparrow yeah. <laughs> just busts through the wall and eats her guitar. Yeah. We also find out in this episode that um, her burrow is where the clover leaf is at. That's yes. a symbol that they use for yeah. their town. Um, and the clover leaf happens to be an intersection. Shout out City Skylines. Um, <laughs> that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, I know that intersection. Yeah, those, those big roundabout <laughs> intersections, which is dope. And she meets Wolf, who yeah. kidnaps her f- after she does her amazing. Uh, clothing change like her uh shopping montage essentially i loved that shopping montage because all those outfits were actually dope yeah like every single one was like "Mm, that would be that would work too except for like the giant ballroom dress right like it was so good just like so many bits of the show are just great i'm sorry i love i love my last note for the episode is just frogs come after them and they find a baby bug thing (laughs) i was like what the fuck Oh, so yeah, she finds Wolf, which is this young girl who like kidnaps her pet pig to eat it. Yeah. And she's like, you got to help me. And Wolf, for some reason, agrees to help her. She has like a crazy staff with a, uh, I think it's called a Deathstalker uh, Death Stalker Stinger, Stinger, right? Scorpion's tail yeah. on it. Yeah. That, uh, we find out later, doesn't do lethal damage. No, it just like stings you. It knocks, like a wasp, it knocks right? people unconscious and causes some memory loss. Yeah. How does it have venom in it, though, since it's like detached? Mutants. Right on. <laughs> Explain it, away. Explain it away. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, mean, it's just same thing with the snakes later on. They're like, we have venom coursing through our veins. It's like that's not how snakes work. That's that venom is in a separate. Those sack. snakes were great. All right, that snake was Joan Jet. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's the so... cameos are in, insane. Oh, it's show. so good. But that's much later. They're insane. Yeah, they. We also there's like a lot of, a lot of little stuff that I'll probably try to mention because mostly my notes are just like little Fuck. moments. The fucking slug. With the car the on its back. Car was so oh, that was dope. I laughed so fucking hard. She's just riding on the yeah. car with the, de- the dubstep bees playing yeah. the bees. The, dubs- the dubstep bees are dope. They're great. The dubstep bees have like a serious thing throughout the whole show somewhat. Yeah, yeah. they do. They keep coming back. Yeah. Same with the frogs. They keep coming back throughout it. Yeah, but the, the frogs, frogs you know are like a big deal. The dubstep bees, you're like, oh, that's a fun thing. And then at the end, you're like, oh. <gasps> dubstep bees what <laughs> i really didn't at first i thought the mod frogs were going to be uh one and done um as it was going on because i thought it was just going to be a different creature every couple of episodes uh, like a creature it's like always... a monster of the week kind of yeah, yeah because they move on it they don't really come back until like maybe episode five or six or something like the that wolf, when they right? start seeing him again yeah, yeah. um because yeah they just move on to different animals like they move on to the cats they move on to the snakes you know and so forth and so on yeah. for sure and there's so many funny ep- moments to just like start this episode like the death ivy yeah like wolf tries to walk away and then she's like i'm just gonna go this way and then just that little butterfly lands and just dies immediately. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah throughout it also wolf has um like surface rules that she's giving yeah. uh kipo the whole time it feels a little bit like um zombie land rules yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure Same like rule vibes. number whatever don't don't shout, do that, yeah. don't do this it's ringing the dinner bell yeah 
And at a certain point, Kipo's like, this is much later in the show, but she's like, are you keep are you actually keeping count? Or are you just making up these numbers? <laughs> yeah, because it was like sixty something. Yeah, yeah sixty three. Don't do this. And yeah. she's like, "Are you really?" <laughs> um, so good. Um, but are we moving on to episode two then? Do you guys have anything else to say about the first yeah, episode? One, I I'm a little foggy on the way it ended. They like they end up in like a, they f- they find like a the, sunken business tower, like business building, right? Yeah, they Second find door. Dave. Right. That's that's the, the last note that I have. For episode, the episode one ends with after they've done they've met the mod frogs and spilled the ink on him. That shit was so funny. That was so like, good. Why is he so concerned with his suit? I was calling them business frogs. They're great. <laughs> the little, his little pencil mustache. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like yeah. Them a lot. So they're good. Really and they give him the... Their suits are so tight. Their suits so, are so, so nice. Crisp, dude. And that's part of their whole shtick. Yeah. Like, you find out later why he cares so much. Yeah, but how are they able to, like, jump around and move around so much if their suits are so tight Mutants. to them? Huh? Mutants. <laughs> Mutants. <laughs> Mutant suits. They're spandex suits. Away, they're spandex. Uh, but, like, the episode ends with the mod frogs looking for them. And Jamak has memory loss. Yeah. And they're looking for him in the house and they find baby Dave. Yeah. But we don't know. It's just baby, like, bug in a cocoon. Fucking <laughs> baby Dave is so cute. Yeah, yeah that, that cold to... open for Ep 2 starts on Benson, right? Starts on Benson. Listening to tunes. That and he's like, great. he scales, like, the thing to get to the truck. Yeah. To get to it's the like truck. How whatever. did that truck get up there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Mutants. Mutants. I liked that it was up there, though. It was yeah. For sure. And that he's like... Great listening to his new tunes because he just found them yeah. like in a cassette like a cassette though by the way he's so dope right off the bat benson, benson he is, is great i like so great. Swag. i i hope that in season two we get more backstory of benson i think we and will. dave yeah, i like, think we will because that is one part of it that isn't explained a whole lot like they talk about how they've been with each other for a long time but like we don't really know a whole lot about them i have to assume that benson, past, at least because benson is more or less an adult most of the time uh benson he, sorry dave is more oh, i was gonna a, say benson's a kid <laughs> i'm so sorry that benson is or dave is more or less an adult most of the time that he found benson or something as a small child or a baby him. yeah we like, don't know we get a lot of wolf's backstory but we get because well, wolf's backstory is more i hate to say pressing. important but it's pressing no, it yeah is, it is like dave is just like he's like We've been surviving, and that's about it. Like, I don't have this serious trauma or yeah. anything. I mean, to, a lot, a lot of the character conflict comes from. It's it's mostly between Wolf and Kipo. Yeah, like, absolutely. If there is any conflict between the four of them at any point, it's generally. Except for when Benson and Dave were wanting to leave. Right. There wasn't a whole lot of conflict though. Right. Really no, that was more internal conflict. Yeah. They've been on their own doing their own thing, so. Like and they're not really up for saving these people. Yeah. They're just like it was right when the crew was starting to get established. For yeah. sure, that was what ep four, I think. Right? Yeah, because it was a snake episode. It was, snake it was ep four. Yeah, that was um, four. But yeah, so ep two, um, explosion berries. Yep, explosion berries. That's uh, we finish up on the cold open um, where he and he gets a bunch of the the soda pop and slides down the uh, the tower. The giant like giant turtle. Yeah, knocks yeah. that tur- that I'll tower. Shout out Avatar. Yeah, there's a couple of moments with the giant turtles where I'm like Avatar. <laughs> like, there's another. Um, I think this episode there's another one. There's another plot line later that reminds me of Avatar, which yeah. we'll get to when we get to that episode. But I think the show is very referential and like indebted to a lot of animated television, which yeah. is fair. Before. Like it's hard not to be nowadays. Yeah, of course. Like you can't. Do, it's hard to do original. Like t- this show is pretty original. Yeah. To give it credit, for but, sure. it is. Yeah, but like, it's hard to watch it and not be like. Reminded of other stuff. Oh, but if it reminds you of great things, that's yeah. a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't go. They stole that. It's like, oh, no. it's a nice nod. Yeah, like, exactly. Was, yeah. yeah, they're not no, stealing it, stuff. And plus, it's Adventure Time and Avatar, which are two of the greatest animated television shows of all time. So, yeah. If you guys sure. haven't watched Avatar or, or want to rewatch it, 
Netflix. It is on right now. It's <laughs> yeah. number one trending. If you, I don't know how you would have not, <laughs> not seen, seen it. it. <laughs> yeah. We started rewatching it. Rhys has never seen it, and I've I oh. watched it since late college. So I'm gonna start rewatching it soon. I just it's wonderful. Haven't done it yet. Me and Holds Abby up. had just rewatched it right before it went on Netflix, just because I have the Blu-rays. Yeah, um, it's so fucking good. Yeah, man. it's great. Go, did they, did they up the resolution on the Blu-rays? It's the same. It's the same, right? Just the 480 like box. Yeah, you box can't really screen. do anything about it. <laughs> so yeah, we get yeah. Dave shows up at the house that Kipo and Wolf and Mondu and Baby Dave are at, and like the Mod Frogs are there, and they're like you, and he's like he like comes up with that great bit about the explosion berry disease yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and he like spews the soda all over them. Yeah, and they run away. So good, and then he meets the crew. Feeds Dave his like formula, and we get to this the first moments of seeing Dave go through his like yeah. life cycle. <laughs> yeah, my notes for this is uh, the baby bug drinks soda, and then under it, not a baby named Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he goes through his toddler and then teenage years. Like his teenage years always last two seconds because they're so, the most yeah. annoying ones. Yes, they're the there, ones you don't want to see. <laughs> they're there for like a bit, and then it's like. Nah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And like his evolution of like his ultimate form, (laughs) it always immediately evolves out of it (laughs) right when they need it. It's like the old Dave and like Grandpa Dave is (laughs) so Grandpa Dave is amazing. (laughs) He like can't hear well and doesn't see anything. He's like, what? (laughs) What? Dude, he is so fucking funny, man. Oh, but yeah, he is missing um, two of his arms. In this first episode, because they ripped open his cocoon too early Dude, or something. He, there's so much good physical humor with Dave. Oh, like, so good. I love so it. One of them is pretty leg. gruesome, to be fair. When, when he half of his leg. gets ripped off. No, when half of his face oh, yeah. gets ripped gross. off. Yeah, That's what I was thinking gross. of, yeah. And he's just, like, dripping along as he runs after them. Yeah. The one where he loses his leg and they use a cactus needle. Oh, that's the next and he's episode. he's just, like, every time he's, like... It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> he uses his antennas as needles, too. It's so good. Oh, but... Yeah fucking great they we have i think our first great chase scene in this episode too on a turtle right the big like water turtle is that what i'm thinking of running away from the frog yeah it's um we we do the big turtle so dave and benson try they try and trick kipo and oh yeah they take her yeah and they they take the death stalker they take the death stalker and their bike and run off and then Wolf yeah the bikes really aren't a thing after this they're not but it was a mode of transportation i totally forgot about it too (laughs) yeah so they go wolf and kipo go get the bike and stuff back but the mod frogs attack in the middle of them trying to get the bike back and the death stalker also their car is dope it's pulled by a dragonfly yeah all the cars cars are so the flying one a little bit later in this episode that one's cool but also the flying one later in this episode fuck scarlamane dude car yes with the flies tied to the wheels yeah (laughs) also bringing up scarlamane is there um a like undertone of like anti uh zoos in this right Mm -hmm. because don't they bring up where like um he says that he was like they were kept in cages. Yeah, for kept years. in cages by by the dad, right? Yeah. I don't think Scarlamane himself was, but I think. Oh, he, I thought he was because he knew him. He knew it. This is way Spoiler, later, way at later. the very <laughs> end, <laughs> the last five minutes of the season. I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, we're already no, we're in built to that, but yeah. Um, Sorry, but it made me think of it when he mentioned Scarlamane. Yeah, I was like, I that's think like it's my more him thing. using that as like uh, a thing to drive all the mutes 
As we find out later that like Wolf and everyone calls the mutated animals that mutes. talk mutes. It took me four episodes to understand that mute was mutant. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, also, uh, shout out Bioshock. I feel like the character design where Scarlamane and his crew, even though it's like colonialism or whatever, them like in the Ballgrounds with the masks on, dancing and stuff, reminded me so hard of like Bioshock Infinite. It reminded me of Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> okay, so right on. Very different things. Okay, yeah. I was both. thinking Bioshock Infinite because they're also in the clouds. Yeah, it was True. also terrifying. Yeah, it's... Fuck Scarlamane. He uses, like, a pheromone to control people. Yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> this is way later. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The whole show's fucking yeah. amazing. If you're, in, if you're at this point and you are going to watch the show, you fucked up. You, <laughs> you, you fucked up. Fuck up. You did fuck up. We, Still we watch it. We clearly labeled it. Still watch it because it's great. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But... Yeah, Again, so, plot isn't the main thing here. Like, I think that just living in the world is so enjoyable. I think the world like, is, yeah. Absolutely. Because so, it's not like at any point I was like, oh, fuck, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, there wasn't really any of that point. Because you know <laughs> she's going to get back to her dad. You know it's not going to last. Like, it's just like, that's like the typical, when I gave that disclaimer up top, like, it's not ever going to be like a, holy shit, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Plot-wise. Yeah. Everything it, else is like amazing. Ultimately, but, this is a kid show. It's not like her dad's going to be dead by the time she gets yeah. to him. But it's honestly, like, yeah, he's, of I course, think kid show is reductive in general, but also specifically to this show because there's a lot of dark shit. Oh, there is some like, dark shit for sure. Starting mind controlling humans and into slavery is dark as fuck. It's yeah. super dark. And the shit with it is great. Wolf's backstory is dark as fuck. Wolf's backstory is more fucked up than almost like, anything that's else crazy. in this show. It like, is. That was really sad. A lot of Wolf stuff was sad. Yeah, for sure. And we'll get to that, that. You have to see her work through, and she's so young, yeah. and you have to see her work through it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so much happens in this episode. Because even when that happened, how old was she? She had to have been, like, six or something. Well, Tifo is 12, She's 13. 13. Well, she starts... We don't know how old Wolf is, though. We don't, and she doesn't even know. But she's little, dude. But she's younger than Tifo, for sure. So she's at the... Probably during this, yeah, she's probably, like, nine or ten. But then during the flashback is what I'm saying. She had to be, six. She had to be, like, five or six. Four or five. And that's a lot of shit to happen. We'll get to the flashback later. Um, but so much, I just want to like make sure like so much shit happens in episode two because not only do they try and get the stuff back from Benson, Benson and Dave both get kidnapped by the mod frogs. Then they, after get off the turtle, go and try and save them. And that's when they bring in the mega bunnies to save in, to get all of them out. And they have that dope chase scene. Yeah. Also through the skyscraper Canyon about the, uh, mega bunnies they always the the mom always chases after whoever has like the her scent. baby's fur on them or the scent or whatever because so that, because that comes babies. up multiple times yeah. so i just kind of wanted to put that out there why the mega bunny was there you know it happened in the first episode for sure like where kipo like pests also, the... shout out yum yum hammer paw yeah episode three All i right. know i know i know but yeah, that's yeah. that's no, let's what, go let's that, go we that's got where it, that basically. season this is where the season was like Fuck, this is like a goddamn good show. This yeah. is where it took off for, for me. For sure. They make it to her burrow by the end of episode two, and it's just destroyed. Yeah. No one's there. Not even bodies. So she's like, well, they must have escaped. They must or got, be alive. They must have either They weren't escaped, in the backup bunker, bunker? Nope. Or been taken by the mute. The mega mute or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, then at the end of the episode, we get the all the cats in flannel with their axes. <laughs> yeah, the Real episode quick. title, Real Cats Were Plaid. Yeah. Was the flannel animation not super fucky to you? No, it, yeah, it that's doesn't. It doesn't move. It, it stays it's like stagnant. Hands across it. It stays stagnant. Yeah, that's it, a, that killed me. It killed you? I didn't like it. It was weird. It's it, a style it really I've seen me before. Out. I've I never seen it. Chowder actually did Don't know that. What that is. That's a. I was a fairly. I didn't really watch. Is it, it a show about clam chowder? No, I know what show you're talking about. I didn't. It watch was it. on Cartoon Network. 
I think. I think so. It's a Cartoon Network show. Okay. It's weird. They just like have plaid in the back and then animate over the plaid. Like that oh. threw me off. Like, yeah. like it was way more prevalent in that show, Chowder, where yeah. like almost every character's shirt oh, or I, I, pants yeah. or whatever the was the same Oh, way. that's terrible. But it's a style. I forgot about it immediately because the cats are fucking hilarious. The cats, the are, cats are great. They have like a Viking culture. They're so great. They have they're like really... a lumberjack Viking culture, yeah. which is wild. And they just like are very like rowdy and they fight each other. And... But they're also still cats. Yeah. So like <laughs> they make them pancakes and they fucking have hair in them. So they're just having hairballs everywhere, yeah. but they're still which eating was disgusting, them. by the way. Yeah, it's still funny. Gross. But uh, we find out in the episode that they their leader is gone. He went up to the treetops and they yeah. haven't gotten. And he went above the canopy. Yeah, they didn't go get him because no cat's ever been up there. So I guess they're just like, fuck it. Yeah, they're just like... But then Kipo's Kipo. So Kipo's going to go try yeah, to get it. Kipo sure. is good at rock climbing and she's very smart. Yeah. Which, okay, sure. Uh, and she climbs up to the top of the canopy after trying to get the cats to help, help her. because. Yeah. Oh, the- they're also sad because their uh, scratching tree has been destroyed by the mega mon- the mega the, monkey or whatever. The mega mute took the scratching tree and used it to destroy Kipo's home. Yeah. So they have a common enemy. So she's trying to convince them to help her fight the mega mute. Yeah. And the whole time they're like we're just going to sell you to Car- to Scarlamane. yeah. And like Fuck whatever. Fuck Scarlamane. Fuck him. Yeah, they escape with that amazing song. The Yumyun Hammer Paw song. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. Legit, that's on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> That's the first one where I was like, holy shit, this is so great. Yum, yeah. At first I didn't like it, and then they got into it, and I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. And the singer for Kipo is so good. Yeah, yeah, she is. She she doesn't get that many opportunities to sing. Like, I wish there was like a full song that Kipo would sing at some point during the show. There's another song later in the show that's really good. What the fuck is the, it? Um, the all rap? We, all We Have Is You? The Bad Billions rap? Because that shit was dope. Well, she yeah, but that's jizz. That doesn't count. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good, though. Count. That's Wu-Tang. The one where she's singing with her dad. Yeah. What we have is you. I think so. It's like, yeah. May it must be that one. Have yeah. sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one too. Storm clouds or weather. Yeah. Mm. We got each other, and that's even better. <laughs> it's such a cute song. It's I have wonderful. that also on my playlist, but I need to remove it because it's a little bit too um, sad. It's too like sweet. Like when I'm trying to like jam out, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's definitely mm. not a jam out. Do, now, <laughs> do you know who the voice actor for Yumyun is? I do not. Who is it? Steve Bloom. That's Steve Bloom? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Steve Bloom voices Spike Spiegel, among many other people. He's like a really... Oh. He's a very He's the famous, main character yeah. of Cowboy Yeah, Bebop. yeah, yeah. Oh, I did... Why, I, why, yeah. why Dude, did I not cast, recognize the that The cast one? is amazing. The cast of the show is great, for like, sure. They have but, like, so many great names. I didn't realize it was Steve names. Bloom. Yeah, Steve fucking Bloom. Damn. Yeah. All right. I know. <laughs> well, Yum Yin's great. So Yum she gets fantastic. up there, and Yum Yin's like basically sulking because he felt bad about running away from the Mega Mute. And he wants to catch a butterfly. Because yeah. he thinks that the soul of the scratching tree is in the butterfly. And Kipo's like, fuck off. She's yeah. like, that's ridiculous. That's, you're just telling yourself that so you don't have to go down and face the world. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, you're right. And she convinces him. And Charles, the butterfly, is also like, you should go, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Um, like, the fact that he wait. talks was so good. But they end up going back down. Oh, also, we I don't think we talked about this. but there's the, a whole, We missed the whole episode, pretty much. Yeah, because there's also the, the flea. What's his name again? Uh, Pierre. Pierre. Pierre, the flea. He's great. He's great. His war parasite. Yeah, his war parasite. (laughs) That's what Yumyun Hammerpaw rides into uh, into battle. And Yumyun's seven feet tall. And he also, what does he say? Like, I own you all. Yumyun owns you all. Yeah, it's so goofy. (laughs) He's got his dope guitar axe. It's so It's great. Um, It's a giant guitar axe. But yeah, she essentially is able to recruit 
the Lumbercat army. Um, yeah, the Lumbercats. You got that right. Yeah, uh, and, and they are against on their everyone side. else's wishes. Like Wolf and Benson and Dave are all like, "We need to just go." Yeah, they're uh, they're not used to hanging out or trusting mutes at all. Like Dave or Benson is a bit more okay with it because he's got Dave. He's got Dave, and Dave's a mute, so he's like, "All right," but he's like, "These guys are crazy." But Dave still knows like the Earth rules, where you don't even you don't basically you try to stay alone. Eight, yeah, as Dave is very human long as possible, and then know? she'll she, she's. When she recruits Youngin, she sneaks away from the rest of the group after they've escaped. Yeah. Which and happens a lot. She yeah. does a lot of things in these episodes alone because everybody is not as open as she is, basically. Right. Which, to be fair, kind of... Sh- like, I get it. She's right almost all the time. But what if she wasn't kind of thing? Like, yeah. she should still talk to her group a bit more. But anyways... It she, does backfire she, a few times, though. It does. and she, But she rocks up and like they're going in to go save her. And she's like, hey, guys... I got the cats. Yeah. And they're just like full for it. They're like, yeah, yeah let's the go. The music is blaring. Yum, yin, hammer, Paul. <laughs> so good. He's the goat. I love the cats. <laughs> I was like picking up hip when this is happening. I was like, my boy. <laughs> my boy. He's fucking dead asleep next to Will right now. You need to oh, give yeah. him You need to get him a plaid shirt and a little axe. He wouldn't like clothes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ep 4 is where we get into, right? When they have the, the cat army and the crew moving towards uh, Cactus Town, Cactus which is the Town. name of the episode. And we get another like, flashback cold open and in the city, right? Either with her dad or... It's, it's with her dad. City. Yeah. The flashback is... I think this is where she sings the song that we were talking about just now. Okay. The Because we, we see... climbing? Or no? No, that was the last episode where the Megamutes come and... Uh, his, her dad pulls her down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He she falls her, in the water. Eats her down the water. Does he eat her? Because he. Oh, and this is the first hint that her. We find that her dad knows more than he lets on because he's yeah. like, they found us, and yeah. it's like, yeah, who, yeah. what, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. But this is the episode where like she's singing with her dad, and he's got his guitar pick, which comes around later in this episode. Yeah, his clover shaped. Everything's a clover in this underground city. Like, to be fair, I guess they've been there for. God, how long? I think they said like I think it was like fifty years without uh, a breach. Without a breach, yeah. Two hundred years since the yeah, Yeah. but whatever the fuck they say later on. I think it was fifty years without a breach. Something like that. When they moved in the last episode, when they moved to Site B. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we get the cool flashback, and then Kipo talks about how she's only twelve in this episode, which is when we first realize what her age is. Like Jesus, this girl is twelve years old. She's a kid. Yeah, she's dope. Damn. Um, the cats battle it out with the snakes because um, they're in the snake territory. Yeah, yeah this the, was this was one of the town. more forgettable episodes. This one, the snakes are cool though. The snakes are cool, but the snakes are like hard rock and roll. I wasn't super invested. I what the fuck was it? I think it might have been episode six. I don't know. Really? This, this is where they see the the no, giant uh, mute as well. Oh, never Mega mind. Mega Mute. Yeah, you're right. It's so much happens in each episode. Yeah, you're right. I'm, it's they, I watch them all very close together. So honest to God, like maybe only the first good. half when they yeah. do the when they yeah. do like the, the guitar song song or whatever. Sure. Yeah, the guitar. Like for sure, this show. Going back and watching it, it almost feels like each episode is two episodes. Yeah, because a lot so happens. much happens in every episode. But it's nice that you're not like drawing everything out to where it's like, oh, that episode you can more or less skip. It's I like, think the episodes went by very quickly. They when did I go by them. very fit quick. There's only ten episodes. Yeah. So that's all not twenty four a piece, I think. Yep, about twenty four minutes a piece. We yeah, they they meet the snakes, and this is when Benson's arm leg gets ripped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they give him the spike. 
Yeah. Which is hilarious. They're able to win over the snakes because um, Kipo is an accomplished guitarist, apparently. Yeah. So, like, the, the snakes are looking for just the crew while the battle's going on elsewhere. Right. And the one... Is that... I think it's the Joan Jett guitarist, or is it her sidekick? I think it's probably Joan Jett. Joan Jett was si- the main one, the sidekick. Yeah. Do we, was the sidekick anyone special? I didn't notice her name. I didn't recognize her name. Okay. Well, regardless, Joan Jett, Snake, and the sidekick Snake, which is more or less a stoner snake um are like trying to figure out a rift while they're looking for kipo and then kipo comes out and is like how about this and yeah. benson then rips off dave's antennas and uses them as drumsticks <laughs> and babe, dave is just screamo like screaming yeah he does vocals yeah that shit was good it was so good and then they're like you guys rock yeah we're just gonna we'll help you fuck, yeah, it. fuck it we'll let this we'll let the cast out to go help you fight this giant mega mute sure yeah they lead them to the giant like cactus cave basically is what it is and crazy that, that's where cactus he's in there growth. yeah um, in that area and the whole this throughout this whole episode this is when benson and dave are trying to figure out when they're gonna leave yeah because they're like we didn't agree to help find kipo's home right and they're like no we didn't like i love kipo but we're out like yeah. we don't want to do this and then kipo's just like all right, bye, guys. You don't have to do this. It's super dangerous, and they're just, like, kind of left felt. Yeah. Sorry, they got dumped first. They got dumped first, so they don't want to be dumped anymore, which yeah. is kind of shit, but also great. Um, And this is also where we see the first, like, uh, mind-controlling of Scarlemagne on the uh, the Mega Mute. The Mega Mute's uh, got... He's a- got the collar on with the pheromones. Yeah, like, Kipo's able to calm him down off the pheromones with her guitar playing. Yeah. And then Which find we out. see that later with the dad as well. When he bashes through, he's like, you don't want to do this. And he's got, we see the collar go off in the flashback. And the, again, the, I think the monkey is able to retain some sense of agency just as the pheromones are hitting. Yeah. Because even in this one, he like answers a few of Kipo's questions about where her people are. And then she's like, oh, but like, why did you do it then? And he like points at the collar and it goes off and he drops her immediately and bolts. Yeah. What if, what if Kipo's dad is the one who created these pheromones? It's possible. And like the whole like playing the music thing is like one way to calm them down. Like, and obviously Kipo doesn't know that in this episode, but she does calm the monkey down by playing music. Yeah, absolutely. And then also like Scarlamane and him have a relationship of some kind. Scarlamane is using that pheromone now against humans. Yeah, but also the the pheromone literally comes from his body, so. We have to assume maybe the dad either altered... But he was able to extract it somehow, right? Yeah. Well, just by sweating, remember? Because he's playing the piano... Well, this is much later, but he's playing the piano and sweating, and you see him, like, wipe the sweat... Oh, no, I didn't he, pick up on that. Okay, he wipes the sweat and drips it into the perfume bottle next to him. So what if he was, like, a lab monkey? He could have been a lab for monkey. Professor Oak. I mean, he was a bastard. He was a bastard. <laughs> Yo, if, if Kibo's dad's a bad guy... I doubt it, because... That'd be dank. It could be possible. Imagine he's guilty, and that's why he's so good. But also, all the his name's Professor Oak. The mutes came around two hundred years ago. Yeah, but when did his dad yeah, but, come around? But I mean, Her when dad, did Kipo's dad come around? Probably not three hundred years ago. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like he, he would if he's like a smart guy and he's living underground. He's trying to figure out a way to, that they can go back to the surface. Probably, it, so he's trying to find a way to control mutes. That's very possible. It's um, very. That's what it is. I dig it. I dig the uh, the theory. It's I a, promise. That's you heard a, it here first. You're gonna want to post to the Reddit. Yeah. That's a pretty good theory, actually. I had not thought of that. Um, Neither until right this second. All so. right. But yeah, she finds out that her people are still alive from the Mega Mute. Yeah. They, they and that's pretty much where the episode even. is. Yeah, they weren't there. They were. Uh, they find out that they're in a next Cloverleaf or whatever. Yeah, like... The, she gets her dad's guitar pick, right? Yeah, Out of the monkey's arm. 
it was on the ground in the monkey's lair. Right. And, like, this is also when Wolf is kind of, like, not as pessimistic in this episode. Yeah. She's like, you know, they could, they might not be dead. They might be in that hotel behind the giant monkey and whatever. But then the next episode is the one with the wolves. But yes, at the end of this episode, they receive the cat summon item, (laughs) which is the tuna can. Oh, the tuna can, yeah. The cats also get their scratching tree back. They get their scratching tree and we see, um, they go back to the city and find the, Oh, no, they don't find that in this episode. Do they find that in this episode? I don't think anything else happens. They do not the find last it. The yeah, thing I have. They get is... the cat summoning item. Yeah. And we hear more about Scarlemagne somehow. Um, but yeah, the next episode is the Astronomer Astronomers in Turtlenecks. <laughs> Great title. So good. Um, and this is where we really start to get some... We see the we see the frog info. guy get exiled. Yes, yeah. what's his name? Freaking Jamak. Jamak gets exiled from the uh, tie cut. His tie cut off. Shout out the office. Yes. So. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to remember when that happened, and not, yeah, that's immediately what I thought of when uh, when I saw his tie get cut. All right. All right. Yeah, and Jamak gets exiled from the mod frogs, which is just basically mobsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we have this nice little scene of him like walking. Through everything, just like through like a bunch of environments, and it's he all gets the shit, shit on by like the biggest bird shit. But it's all the places they've been already. Yes, and the Keep shit on, on was in ta- Cactus Town. Yeah, um, that was a giant bird shit. Can we just like it was massive, about? and he like freezes in it like almost instantaneously. Um, but they're headed to the uh, big telescope because they want to try to see if they can locate the uh, the borough or her people the borough people just yeah, by well, looking through the telescope at the town which is fair like that's a decent thought yeah. like yeah use the observatory telescope and yeah. wolf is immediately against it she's like no way that's well wolf territory and she is very obviously against it by the way i don't know if we mentioned it but obviously if you've seen the show and you're listening to this you know wolf wears like a, a dead wolf pelt on yeah, her she head has a wolf skin so we never did talk about that. That's why she's called Wolf. We don't. They don't ever show what happens, right? But like, that's the fucking skin of her sister, basically, right? No, it's her mom. It's the mom one. How do we know that? If you look at some of the patterning on both of them, it's really? pretty, like it matches up quite a bit. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was, was an. I thought it was, I, I thought it was like an Overwatch pelt because of the coloring. It's like light blue and pink. It reminds me of uh, what is that fucking Overwatch character that everybody has backpacks of? Diva. Maybe. Diva. No. <laughs> No, if you look same at colors. Her, there's actually an watch character who wears a pelt. So I was talking about. Oh Hanzo. no, no, no! Is it just a Hanzo reference? No, <laughs> no but straight up, like we, we don't even see. Mom. Yeah, but flashing going ahead, I guess to her backstory that's fully. That's totally her mom. The okay. mom. Wolf. Well, that makes me feel that's a little bit less dark because if it was her fucking sister, I'd be like, holy. Fuck. She probably killed all of them, but well, the, she probably no, did. But I hope wore, she did. If she wore her sister, I hope she around, did. That would be, be fucked. Yeah, so basically, Wolf is a Wolf is alone on the surface as a child. She's taken in by a family of wolves. By wolf pack, yeah. Wolf what? mutants. Yeah, we find that out like, like the second to last episode is when we find that out. That's fine. We can talk about it yeah. now, though. But it's I fine, it was whatever. In this episode. No, we see the flashback. She was just angry that. this whole time? She was angry, and we find. We see it way later. We see it, yeah, the second oh, to last episode shit, is when the flashback. No, no go ahead. Fine, finish. Dude. If you want yeah. to talk about it now, we can talk about it now. I just forgot. I honestly thought it was this episode. So. She's just mad at wolves, and like Kipo assumes at the end, like. You had another pack before us. Uh, they were wolves, right, weren't they? And she's right, like, right. yes, and that's all you need to know. Yeah. So we do find out later on. Uh, she was like, what she thought was being raised by wolves. She was living in a house with 
two wolf parents and like you know eight or nine. What is it? Wait, hold on. wolf it's cubs. Five. Okay. Because there's the two three, pairs. Yeah, three pairs. Or is there three pairs or only the two I think pairs? It's three. Was there three? Well, Whatever. Sorry, it was it either matter. five or yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it kind of. Um, so she basically. It appears that they're raising her. She's kind of an outcast. All the wolves have paired up. She makes friends with one other wolf who's alone and kind of a loner. They hang out. They're friendly. They have matching bracelets. Matching bracelets of flowers. And she Um, is like the... She comes later on, finds out like she's the baddest... She's the most badass of all the wolf cubs. Yeah. Like through the obstacle course and shit. And then you find out that they've been raising her just to have her be prey for her siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and they're like, and she's the most intelligent prey you've ever faced, you know, because it's their sister, their sibling. Yeah, yeah, their sibling. Like, and then she has to like just straight up run away and avoid this family. being killed by her family right. by a wolf pack I as mean, a small child. Fuck, that's the darkest thing. In the oh, show. it's so dark, but she definitely kills her mom. Yeah, for it's sure. totally her mom. She kills wolf all of them. Yeah, but she wears bare hands. The and we it's not explicitly stated, but yes, the mom pelt. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so they have to go into wolf territory to look at the it's a different wolf packs territory yeah. to look through their telescope, and they're a bunch of nerds. They're all scientists. So yeah. funny. Hipster wolves. Yeah. Hipster nerds. scientists. They rap, though. They have a dope rap about everything they know in the known universe. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jizza, man. Yeah, Jizza did you, loves science. Did you see on the wall the, the reference to Old Dirty Bastard? No. When, they, when she was walking down the hallway to go to the it telescope, was. on the wall, one of the people's name, Old Dirty Billions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shout out ODB, It goes like billions, old billions, and then old dirty billions. And also, I, shout out to John Hodgman, who's the other main wolf, who yeah. is a wonderful man. Uh, he's a great, very funny comedian. But yeah, I fucking loved this episode. The, it was really good. Oh, they, this is the only episode that bothers me with Dave. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I just really love the uh, the voice acting and the references and the music. For sure, I just so love Jizz and rapping. Yeah, it's nice. It was a big I just love liquid swords. <laughs> this is also the first episode we see Kipo have some sort of like something going on, like her abilities come out. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, because they uh, so like they infiltrate the building by like being a pack and like hey we know science and dave's like i'm the head i'm the head guy i know things even though kipo's supposed to be he says he's the alpha he's the alpha even though kipo is supposed to be because she's the smartest one out of all of them by far kipo sneaks off and dave's probably the dumbest by far <laughs> kipo, dave is definitely the dumbest one easily easily other than maybe mondu but like that's just because no mondu is mondu's the... not dumb mondu just can't talk Mondu's but... smart as fuck and he loves cheese whiz he, he loves cheese puffs. He loves yeah. Cheetos. That his dream sequence is great. That was, so that was one of the hardest I liked. The dream episode sure. is really good. Yeah. Dream episode's good. We find out some interesting stuff too about people in that one. But I really like the bad guy of that one too. He's just like a brain parasite. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a he's a water bear. He's a what? Water bear. What's that? Am I supposed to you guys take... know about water bears? That's, not a, that's a real thing. They're real things. Oh, they're like one of the only creatures that we know of that can survive in the vacuum of space really easily. Dope. So, huh? space. <laughs> That's why they're they're like they're a they're a very interesting like thing. Oh, okay, wow. Is that wow. why he says he's gonna go to space at the end? Yeah. Frick. Well, it's also a great uh, Pixar short film reference when he's the cloud at the end. Yeah. yeah. For the Pixar short film with the clouds. 
Fuck yeah. That's John. We're all over the Shout place. out Will watching all the Pixar shorts back to back with his team at Hell our yeah. old job. Hell yeah, dude. They loved it. And we cried. So many sad ones. <laughs> Lava, we were all, all sad <laughs> ones. The dumplings. So sad. <laughs> Yo. Um, Pixar short film. I do love, though, that like when Dave jumps in and is like, I'm the alpha. Kipo's like, they're like, and who's the, the pig? And she's like, oh, that's our pack leader's wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does play. And he says, robot. Benton's a robot, and he does that dope arm twist <laughs> thing. His arm rotates all the way around. Yeah. How's he do that? Weird. They give him a bull of oil. <laughs> they're like, he's we don't so know a whole lot about robotics. He's so hungry through this whole episode. Poor he pulls kind of a socket in this and just being hungry. Yeah, he is. Shout out freaking Benson, dude. Benson's great. Oh. Shout out Benson. Dude. But yeah, Kipo sneaks off to go look through the telescope in the middle of dinner while they're doing the rap. Yeah, she finds, finds Jamak. Jamak. Yeah. He's all tied up. He's going to be dessert. Releases him, and he like can't get out the window. That shit was so funny. Don't look at me. <laughs> and performance anxiety. Yeah. So funny. Also, so at the good. end of this, when they run away and beat up all the wolves, because they have a fight scene where they beat them all up. Yeah. Uh, this is where we also see her night vision, right? This is Yeah, this is when we first see her abilities. Yeah, she has night vision. Um, her dope, with, like, slit eyes. Yeah, it's dope. Um, so cool. Crazy. But at the end of it is where we find finally the message from her dad, the 3.262. Yes, 3.262, the length of a parsec. Yep. Um, and that leads us into episode six, Ratland. Also a very good episode. Yep. This is the episode that has one of the best moments for me in it. The moment on the carousel? It was, oh, yeah. it was good, yeah. I loved that moment. It's wonderful. That was such a good moment. Yeah. So... Yeah, Scarlet Mane, at the, I think this is where we first see Scarlet Mane mind-controlling humans at the beginning of this. So terrifying. So he's like a, a baboon, like what, like a blue-butted baboon or whatever? He's like a, whatever Rafiki is. Yeah, some right? sort of, he's, basically, he's a Rafiki with scars all over his face, and he's, <laughs> he's insane. Uh, and they bring the, ra- the wolves in, and the wolves are like, yeah, we lost the prisoners. Yep. And our telescope's busted. Yep. And so Scarlet Mane sends out his dope two-headed... Uh, flamingo like air troops to go look for Kipo essentially the burrow girl yeah and then that's when we go into our is that when we go into the title sequence I is think that, so that's after that I don't know regardless Kipo has is like spends some time trying to figure out what the 3.262 thing is so we get a bunch of math time yep. on a billboard and then then they go off they realize that it's her birthday it's her birthday, right. and they decide to make it um, Wolf's birthday. Wolf's birthday as well, because yeah. she doesn't know when her birthday is, which is yeah. fair. Yeah, very cute. So they go off to find birthday presents for each other. And... Um, Kipo goes with Benson, yeah. and Wolf goes with Dave and Mondu, and yeah. she's kind of pissed because she doesn't like mutes. Yeah. So she's stuck with the two mutes. Yeah. Uh, but she goes to find presents. They go to find presents for each other. And Kipo and Benson almost immediately find... Um, Wolf's present like very quickly in that convenience store like yeah. boom present let's go like Benson's like I'm gonna take you somewhere cool now for your birthday let's go and then that happens yeah the rats are great they've got a dope van yeah. they're like oh. the nicest <laughs> people Disneyland. ever we get the nice joke about the, the season pass, pass, the yeah. pass yeah. I laughed at that too oh uh, <laughs> they go through like the tunnel of like the kind of like a tunnel of love type thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's showing like it goes through different scenes of like all different like corny like, jokes and yeah stuff. corny jokes and like automatons or like signs that light up of like mutes uh on the surface that they can oh, see oh no it's a mega pug yeah 
His bark's worse than his bite. Yeah. Hey! Oh. Um, and then while they're there, you have Wolf and Mondu and Dave trying to find a present for Freaking Dave. And they're just kind of fucking around. And I they mean, find the perfect gift, which is the jacket. Yeah. And Dave is a dick about it. Wants to he wear puts it. it on and then he gets jacked and he yeah, rips it. He evolves or whatever. He evolves um, suddenly. It's <laughs> so funny. Dave's the goat. So dude. they end up giving her just the, the sleeve. The sleeve. The sleeve but in the meantime, they also walk past uh, parts, etc., and the, the T's. Two T's are taken <laughs> off of it. Yeah, I'm basically so the only thing that's lit up is Parsec. Yeah. Because well, and we see we see we we're hinted at it at least that her dad totally took down the two T's. Yeah. Because they're inside the store t- stacked on top of the note. Right. Yeah. So her dad leaves Kipo a note underneath in the Parsec store that Wolf finds. And she but decides to, not to tell him about it. Yeah, but back to Ratland. <laughs> betrayal! Well, not bet- that's betrayal, yeah. But in Ratland, it's a well, safe zone, except for Scarlet Mane doesn't honor the safe zone. He doesn't, no. But before that, we get a really nice moment of... Finding out that Benson is gay. Yeah. Yes. So because Kipo um, likes him, she's giving him the eyes and stuff. He's like, "What's plushies. going on?" Yeah. We, yeah. we we start to get the classic like, "Oh, the girl's gonna like the guy" kind of moment, and like they're going around the Ferris wheel, and it's like you're kind of surprised at first because it's like, "Oh, damn!" She just comes out and says it. We don't get this whole "will they, won't they" thing. Yeah. For, like, she just comes out and says I like a while, him. and then Benson's like, "Ooh, mm, uh, no, I like you too, but yeah, I'm gay," and she just. <laughs> It's such a great moment. Yeah, it is. And especially because, and Rich and I talked about this for a while yesterday, because we're watching a different show, uh, Never Have I Ever, on Netflix, that has a few gay characters. And it's nice to see, for once, like a gay character not have to have coming out be their main story. Yeah. Yeah. You know? like, And that's a wonderful thing, and it's valid. And obviously, as three straight white men, we don't really have a place to talk about this. But no. at the same time, like, you can only see a story or you can only tell a story of a gay person having to come out so many times. And I think mm-hmm. that the reason that there's still prejudice against gay people or a large reason of that is that we have to keep watching the coming out and not just like them being normal people, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they also lives. do like, a great job of making uh Benson's character just to be just Abnormal. I mean, he's just a person. He's cool as he's shit. Normal, like, like him being gay isn't a plot point. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's also like, not a not like a huge like thing that alters his personality. Right. No, and, like you not. see a lot of the time more in older media, obviously, where it's they make a, a character such like a stereotype, yeah. and they don't do that with Benson, which like, is really if it's not a huge plot point of the person coming out as gay and they're just gay from the get go. Right. Then it's like they're like obviously gay kind yeah. of situation where right. it's like they have the overly flamboyant, the overly flamboyant, and that like I hate to say the accent, but there's like like sometimes they're portrayed with the an stereotypical accent, voice, the stereotypical right. voice. Yeah, it's nice to just have them normalized. And he's just like a dude. Yeah, he's a dude. He just happens to like other dudes. It's and like all right, cool. That type it. of representation is super important, and I, I think it hope, is hope to see a lot more of it moving forward. But it was like really well done, tasteful. It's not like making a big deal over the fact that he's gay. No. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Like, I love you too. But They bring it up and they, and they move on. And and only, it. Yeah, and it only ever comes up again, like... Right at the end. And one other time. And in the dream sequence. In the dream oh, sequence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> his pool's filled with all dudes. Yeah. It's just all, <laughs> like, great. hot dudes. And it's like, all right, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Though. There's a bunch <laughs> of shirtless dudes. <laughs> and they're doing, and like, Dave's just constantly dance. molting. Yeah, Dave's <laughs> molting. So good. Uh, Dave but, is amazing. Yeah, anyway, yeah that's a the, great. That's a great moment. The greatest, because I love. It's like almost like a fake out. 
that they pull because like Kipo's like she's getting older and they're like talking about changes with her because she's getting her like superpowers essentially right uh and by the way speaking of that real quick call back to the comic she didn't have powers in the comic oh really wow dreamworks that's was a big like, change <laughs> dreamworks came, was like talking to him was like she needs something to make her a little bit more special huh and powers that fucking arm at the end is so dope yeah it's cool that yeah so she, benson shit. and Kipo are getting chased by the flamingos yeah while also um wolf and mondu and dave are also getting chased and of course the moment they start getting chased dave goes to old man dave yeah (laughs) just he just freezes falls over and then comes up out of his skin and he's just an old man but Um, it's so good and but yeah when they're able to meet back up with um with the other side of the crew with uh with dave wolf and uh and Mondu, they uh, they exchange their gifts. Um, she gives Wolf the beret, or it's not just just a little hair clip, right, with a little flower is on it. Is that a beret? It's that not a beret. It it's just, is. It's She's just like, a it's, hair clip. Right? Use it to hold your hair back because I know your hair gets. Nervous. Yeah, it's little flowers and stuff. Um, it's sweet. It's a functional beret. Yeah, it's very functional. And then um, Wolf does not give her the letter. No, but gives her the sleeve, like you guys were saying and Mondu's before. Mondu's fucking pissed. Mondu is livid. Dave doesn't remember because he was old. Man Dave, Dave at the time. <laughs> Dave's out of his mind. <laughs> Dave's now. Um, um, this is the part that reminds me of Avatar as well because it reminds me of the storyline of Batu and the Water Tribe, um, where yeah, the Avatar holds on to the basically map of where their dad is at and doesn't give it to them and that's like the plot point in the episode where they get frustrated and stuff like that this one does it a little bit differently but that's what it reminds me well they me. also do that next episode yeah yeah it happens in the next yeah. episode i'm just saying like this um like little storyline for sure arguably though for me one of my least favorite episodes of avatar batu in the water tribe yeah that's like, fair my least is it has probably... the it has the dope lizard though that can see colors it does and i like that but like this, like Aang keeping the letter back is just such a it's not something that he would do no it's not it's such a dick move it's no great divide though that is a bad episode that's the worst for sure but this is still like probably my second worst that damn. would be my second damn worst. Batu in the Water Tribe this rip. though is done way better I feel like right anyways on. like I don't know like cause Wolf seems like the type that might actually do something like that like cause she's yeah she's so you. young too like she's like what like the much? avatar is young too he's still not that young he's so. he's kipo's age so anyways yeah but like Kipo also during the chase gets like her her like leopard print arm yeah and like is super strong and fast and stuff during dope. that super and benson dope. and her agree to keep it a secret from wolf yeah and that's why she's also kind of excited about the sleeve because it's gonna to hide it it was that arm, arm. Keep the arm hidden if it comes up. Because the hair goes away, which is weird. And she does bring up later. It's like, where does the hair go? Yeah, where does it go? <laughs> she's like, my hair, my arm gets all hair. Where does it go? And she's just like ranting about it to Jamak. And he's just like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the next episode is titled Maholland. Maholland, yes. Um, we the get in the boy. beginning the flashback uh, where we see Kipo's mom. Um, possibly yeah we find out that that is not a hundred percent it may or may not but like we if it is her mom we find out kipo is also um i guess bi biracial would be the term yes trevor <laughs> i'm trying to be white mom and black dad oh, i thought no, she was asian asian yeah oh, she's asian, she's still asian. Biracial. no she's i know racist. but that's what i'm trying to get at is yeah. like she's got i think a i think they imply korean mom not sure. Uh, Black I'm not dad. Sure I don't know. Right, I thought so. I was just like I was bringing it up. I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, Rachel, yeah. 
It was good. It was cool. Dope. And she's purple. It's also where she gets her she hair. She is from. purple. Yeah, they have the same haircut. Yeah. Yeah, before she um before we find out that she's part mute, I had no idea why she was purple, other than just being the main character. Yeah. Underground, I but guess. But like why the- do they not bring <clears throat> Yeah, but everybody else underground is just like normal people. Yeah. The people on the surface probably don't question it because she's from underground. Yeah. Yeah. Not a major plot point. No. Until the end. They never they never really bring up. It should be more <laughs> of a plot point, but Maybe. you know. Why are you purple? <laughs> it's what's dope. Purple? Yeah, you look great, but like you look fun? great. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they are looking. They're like Kipo's exhausting every possible aspect of what the three point two six two or whatever could mean, and so they're like walking. 3.26 miles or whatever yeah, steps. In every direction. In every yeah. direction and a whole yeah. bunch of other stuff. And is pissed because he knows. Um, and because he has no cheese puffs. Yeah. No fucking cheesy poofs, bro. <laughs> so they like are like, man, we're thirsty. We need some water. And rightfully so, Wolf was like, don't drink standing water looking at that swimming pool or yeah, whatever gross. that was off to the side. Yeah. And they're like, I wish this bonder fountain worked. And it worked. And they drank Benson it. Benson thought it was a satellite. <laughs> thought those were satellite dishes, yeah. Which, why would he know what a satellite dish is as opposed to a water fountain? I don't know, he read a book or something. Yeah, he, I don't know, he found out. Know, Benson doesn't look like the type to read a world. book. We talking, he's got that dope cat sweater. He does have his dope cat sweater. Um, but but yeah, yeah we, we get like alternating... Um, dream sequences. Dream sequences, yeah. Because they, they basically get, get They get absorbed and poisoned, yeah, by the, so uh, rapey, the water bear. By so the water rapey. bear. He's like, I'm going to put you guys in a dream. His guys, voice is rapey. The way he moves is rapey. Yeah. What he does is rapey. Like you, but yeah, in uh, in Wolf's different... dream, uh, her and Kipo are jacked. Yeah, that was and so they're like funny. they're like superheroes essentially that are just out there hunting mutes, trapping, keeping, bro. Yeah, getting the damn. They get, they get the mega bunny, right? They do. Yeah, they get the mega bunny, and they've got like a huge piece of meat on it, on like a spigot. So funny. <laughs> um, and then it goes to Kipo's dream, which we see is the longest one, where um she. Basically, her mom shows up yeah. um, in the burrow. She's like, I'm back. And Kipo thought she got sick and died when she was a kid. Right. But no, she's back and she just left the burrow or something like that. Yeah. I forget what exactly happened. I mean, the logic is fuzzy because it's all made up. So. Yeah, because it's a dream sequence. Yeah. But basically, her mom also shows that she's half mute. Yeah. And uh, it's like a bonding time where Kipo is able to learn more about who she is. Um Sorry, we're just so distracted by Pip. He's just the cutest cat in <laughs> yeah, the world. Sorry. He's sitting next to me. just did a big old stretch. I just had to rub his belly real quick. <laughs> Let out a big exhale. <laughs> um, and then from Kipo's dream, which is good. There's like a lot of story uh, background, even though maybe it's not necessarily reliable yeah. and true. Uh, we go to Dave and Benson. They're both jacked. Or, well, Dave is jacked. They're just throwing a But they're chilling at their pool, yeah, Yeah. and dancing. They're like famous dancers. They're like a sweet-ass house. Dave is a DJ or something like that. And then they, like we mentioned before, do a great little dance choreography where Dave just, like, molts his skin, (laughs) like, over and over and over and over up to the top of the screen like a fountain. Yeah, they're famous. Great great dance move. And like we mentioned before, just all hunky dudes. Yeah, which also this ends up spinning Benson into, like, a depression in the next episode. Yeah. Um, 
because nothing is perf as as perfect as that dream was. Right. Which I is mean, I can't imagine that's pretty like sad. A really fucked up place to be. <laughs> yeah. And then we go to Mandu's dream when he's just like <laughs> chasing Cheetos. <laughs> he was in Cactus Town, so, but all the cactuses were Cheetos. Was so good. I laughed so hard at that. That's such a goofy little joke, but it was just so funny. Uh, but yeah, so Wolf is the first to be able to break out of it because she realizes that in the dream that it's not Too the real Kipo. That is not how she would act. She would care about her dad. It's also her guilt. Um, yeah, her, her guilt breaks through. Um, the giant ram busts in. Yeah, and is like because of the Aries, the right. Aries yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, she's able to end up breaking everybody out of their dreams by um, basically just shouting at them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which is fair. That would work. Yeah, probably. Um, she wakes everybody up, and like in their well, dreams, they realize. This to be isn't fair, real. Dave knew. Like he even says, like Benson's like, "Wait, is this a dream?" And Dave's like. Yeah, totally. I knew it was a dream from the get-go, man. <laughs> well, Dave doesn't give a fuck. Dave knows that if he dies, he'll be fine. He's yeah. so wonderful. Dave's um, the best. But, but yeah. he's just like, of course this is a dream, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they break out, and then Wolf eventually, once Kipo breaks out of her dream, realizes that it's too good to be true, and that her mom did pass away um, when she was a, a baby. Yeah, that, which is um, sad. For it Kipo. is very That's sad. That's such a sad, and a little bit traumatizing, because her dad, like, his face like cracks like because everyone's dream like craps cracks and shatters like a piece of glass or whatever but her dad's face physically goes like yeah and then her mom and dad just explode essentially like in front of her which is probably horrifying spooky yeah yeah but they all eventually get out of it and go to the shore out of the water yeah and she gives um wolf gives the note um well the maholland is like wait you guys want to be out here not in the dream and they're like yeah, and he's like, wow, I've been going about this all wrong. And just like, I'm going to just go think. Goodbye. Yeah, and just like, He's like oddly not menacing about it. Like he thinks he was just doing a good thing the whole time. I think he genuinely believes, yeah, that he was like helping people while also feeding off of their brain energy. Creepy. creepy. Very creepy. But um, yeah, Wolf finally gives Kipo the note. But I love the moment when Wolf gives Kipo the note. Because she tells Kipo why she held back the note. And Kipo just understands, like a normal human. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm kind of mad. And she does stay kind of mad, not for long, but she's kind of mad. But she's also like, I get it. I understand that you are afraid of losing me and everything we've been doing because it's fun. Yeah. We're all like a a group of friends. We're a team now. And she didn't want that to end. family, yeah. Yeah. So like, that's totally fair. And I just love that it's not dwelled on. For very long, you know? Yeah, it's it not at all. It doesn't take an outside force to go, Kipo, you can't stay mad at Wolf. <laughs> yeah. She's your friend and stuff like that. Kind of like they have to do in Avatar, mm-hmm. where Sokka and Katara just leave. They just leave Aang. They do leave. It's <laughs> fucked. They just fucking leave Aang. Bato's like, And it wait, takes Bato to finally talk him back into... Bato! To talk him into going back to Aang. And... Like, but Kipo's just like a normal human. She's just like, that's fair. Yeah. Let's stay together. And hugs her. And they hug it out. And it's fine. They do hug it out. They love each other. Um, I just appreciated that they didn't dwell on it for too long. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And in the next episode, episode eight, uh, Twin Beaks. uh, Great name. Great name. (laughs) Um, Great name. Great reference. I love this episode. We see uh, holding a mute rally where he's trying to get everybody to um, hunt the Burrow Girl. Kipo, yeah. And uh, Jamak, who has learned nothing, we find. Yeah. 
uh, goes to this meeting but hides in the background and is like, ha ha ha, I'm going to capture her again, even though she helped me. And get like the second most powerful position of power in all of Las Vistas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I assume is a cross of like Los Angeles and something else maybe. Las Vegas? Las Vegas and Los Angeles. I just thought of Las Vegas. Might be Las Vegas, but it seems too big of a city to be Las Vegas. Maybe. Not maybe. enough casinos. <laughs> they all burned down. They, they built skyscrapers instead. <laughs> I think it's more of a Los Angeles vibe to me. Uh, we see the dope uh, raccoon jazzercisers. The raccoon uh, 80s dude, fitness so people. Oh, they're so... The guru one's fucking hilarious. hilarious. The yeah, one, basically, one. they're all pacifists because they don't want to fight their own battle. Yeah. There's one who's voiced by Betsy Sodaro, who, again, is a really funny... Is that the giant jack one, or is that the it's smaller the giant one? one? Who's got like kind of a crazy sounding voice? It's like kind of deep but feminine. A little, yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just She's great. So good. Like so, yeah. The they find they're following the map that the dad gave them. Yeah, and they find the giant nose that's on the map, which I guess is is it an actual nose or was that like a taco thing? Was it a nose? I never I'm actually sure. really... I thought it was a nose. Was it a nose? Okay, I thought for some reason it ended up being a taco, but... Am I... <laughs> um, but yeah, so this whole episode... Box. Yeah, they see the lunchbox with the Aries symbol on it, and this and the, it falls <laughs> into Dave. the dump. No, it doesn't fall. Dave eats Dave, it. He eats it. <laughs> Dave goes up to get it and doesn't realize his own strength and fucking tries to throw it down and just fucking cannons it off the top <laughs> of the Because he's trying he's got to get a hell of an arm. a dump. He's trying... He's trying to like force his evolution to the big buff guy. And all guy. he got was the one he arm. He got the one arm. So he just bounces himself up with Which one arm. Which he has just the one arm for like half the episode. Most of yeah, the episode. So Actually, almost the entire thing because after he gets the one arm. The guy says you're so much more balanced. <laughs> and then he immediately he immediately turns into old man. Yeah. yeah. And, he's and like, the guy's just like, that was weird. <laughs> he's, just, he's like holding it. And he's like, oh, that. So fucking I funny. Even lie. I think about it and I laugh so hard. It just like has a weird moment. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this episode they're basically helping these raccoon people um, take down <laughs> and Trevor's dying. Give me a second. Damn, they're helping. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're helping the raccoon people take down Twin Beaks, who is this giant bird that has two different beaks, and they have like this elaborate plan with the mirrors and stuff but they take it down um yeah because the the bird we find out just steals their people every now and then and they're just like like in the middle of a workout after benson's kind of going through this relapse of sadness after the dream sequence he djs he doesn't even care about it though yeah and he's djing and they're all working out and happy and the bird steals two of their people and they just keep working out and don't care they're like it's fine he just kills us every now and then as long as we just keep moving forward, yeah. nothing really bad can happen. And it's like, yeah. Them. So, anyways, so they come up with an elaborate plan to get rid of the bird, uh, which doesn't. Can we talk about? It doesn't really get rid of the bird. It it just launches him. I it think eats it teaches him. the bird his lesson. Maybe, but it eats him not that far. He's a big ass bird. Though. Exactly. I feel like they also. Um, I forget what the the lines are, but. Um, Kipo kind of sets it up as just what this is what you can do when he comes back. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. So like they're gonna have to do it a few times to teach the bird a goddamn lesson. Yeah, right. so they trick him. You don't all. come into our territory. Hell no, junk town. Into like Rubber making band. a giant catapult essentially. Yeah. On I fucking love the. I'm so sorry I lost it a minute ago. By the way, <laughs> like, that was wild to see. It's unacceptable. 
It's fine. It's supposed to be professional. Um, the, the, I fucking love, though, the bird's, like, resting pouches between two power lines, and it sags so much. Kind of like the Pixar short. Yeah. With the, the big bird that makes it sag. And Shout out Pixar. Other birds up in DreamWorks the stealing Pixar stuff again. Wow. Classic. Um, Benson goofing the yoga raccoon the whole time was really funny. Like, just like, he, I mean, he's not outwardly mocking him, but yeah. everything he's saying is like with a lot of sarcasm. He's like, wouldn't it be great to do a tree pose on a tree? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> that show is fun. Yeah. He's like, this isn't a tree. He's like, no, but it's got the spirit of a tree. And he's like, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Just, every time he's like, your funny. truths are so, like, he's just like, something. Yeah, classic and stoner. Classic stoner Slash yoga man. man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they, they they get the map and it's a set of or they get the lunchbox eventually, and Kipo gets like her arm in both her legs power up that time, and she's able to like sprint super hardcore and get the lunchbox off the belly of the. How did he get it on there? That's what I want to know. Mutants. How, how did the pinch it, pigeon get the lunchbox? Mutants. Just stuck on there, bud. Fucking whatever. Anyways, so they, she gets a, a pair set of three D glasses. glasses without the red lens. Just the blue lens. So she gets back on top of the spot where they found the lunchbox, puts them on. Lo and behold, across the garbage dump is a giant field with the cutest, biggest dogs. Just <laughs> one of them is around. a corgi. Yeah, we got a corgi, corgi, a Rottweiler, Saint Bernard, maybe. I don't know. Some other dog, and some of like the corgi has like six legs. They're like, like the Mondo. biggest mutants we've seen so far. I think they're, they're like, some of the biggest, really big. other than maybe the turtle that fucked up Benson's yeah. truck. And then in that field is like a UV. I don't know what it's made out of, but it's a clover that she can see only with the 3D glasses With the on. blue glasses, yeah, for sure. Which I feel like an animal with their different weird visions would be able to see that. Thinking too much. False. But anyways, at Thinking the too much. end of the episode, um, Wolf sees the fur on Kipo after Wolf decides that she is going to go with Kipo into the burrow. Yes. Because this whole time she's like, I'm not going with you. I'm just taking you to your people, and then I'm fucking off and doing my own thing again. Yeah, yeah, right, Wolf. <laughs> uh, but then Wolf is like, I'm going to go with you. They hug it out, and then Wolf sees the fur on Kipo's arm and freaks out. That runs she's away. Half mute and yeah. runs away. And then this next episode, the Mute Eat Mute World. Um, Kipo is kidnapped by Jamak yeah. with and Baby s- Benson. Yeah, and... Uh, Mondu, no, baby Dave. I, I was like, what? <laughs> Benson is chasing after Wolf this whole time when she runs away to try with to Mondu. get her back. Yeah, back into the crew with Mondu. Yeah. Um, and this is where we're getting the the Wolf backstory, like you were talking about yeah. earlier. Um, we find out more about like Wolf's Yeah, the fucked up. This is the episode also stuff. where we see all the different um, mutes that are chasing them and trying to kill them. The, the scooter freaking skunks. humming bo- bombers. The humming bombers, and they're fucking, they're great, dude. They're fucking nukes. Yeah, <laughs> they have terrifying. They're great. I love the explosive the nectar. Like yeah. Jesus, it's Christ. a straight up nuke. It, it like you can see the mushroom cloud. All the different again. Are so great. Another great like there's so every chase sequence I feel like in this has great music that accompanies it. And great action that accompanies it. But it also doesn't overstay its welcome. It's there and then it's gone. Yeah. So good. There's a couple other like chase sequences I didn't bring up earlier. But they're so good. And this one, the slow-mo going down. The giant, the mega bunny. And all that was great. But yeah, Jamak and Kipo have a moment. They have their moments it's together. Cute. I fuck with Jamak. Underground. She reveals also that Kipo's sense of smell, I guess, is permanently... 
like mutated. Yeah. Because she can smell everything and it's disgusting all the time. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> that was super good. Um, but Jamak ends up helping them because they yes. get they end up getting trapped by all the uh, mutes that are chasing them. But he comes up slyly and pats them all on the back and is being and is like, "Oh, thank you so much for uh, capturing my for prisoners. capturing the prisoners." Uh, but move. right before this, also they fell into a hole with the mega bunnies again. Yeah. Um, but he has their fur and is placing it on each of the mutes' backs. Uh, and basically the mega bunny jumps out and starts attacking them they're able to escape because of this they're able to escape because of that and they like do we get dope. like a mini turning point of jamak yeah, yeah we get that dope little like scooter sequence on the back of the mega bunny and then that's when the newt goes off yeah and they fly away it's so such a good action sequence i love it so much um but yeah, yeah jamak lets him go and, and that's then we, it then we get f10 oh and the spy the the spy b this is when we see that the the dubstep B is oh, actually yeah, been yeah. a spy the whole time for, for Scarlet and Scarlet kills it though. I don't know if you guys noticed. I didn't. Scarlet bad, dude. When Scarlet after the B like He's got talks a scar. To, yeah, when the B talks to Scarlet and like does his dope little hand puppet show to show that Jamak let them go, Scarlet slams his fist down, and when he pulls his fist up, he's got like a stinger in it, and he like pops it out and throws it off. So he like totally killed that B. Rip. <laughs> Big rip. I'd only noticed that on my second rewatch. I didn't notice that on the first go. I did not notice. But yeah, he definitely killed it. Uh, beginning of F10. Last episode! Beyond the Valley of the Dogs is what it's called. Rock we get a uh, two. We get a flashback of 10 days prior to In the Burrow. Yeah. Um, from the uh, people's perspective, uh, like everybody else. Yeah. Not, not Kipo. Uh, Kipo's out at that point. Yeah. yeah, this is when we find out that the once they get into the bunker... There was actually a secret tunnel at the back of the bunker that led to the site B. That, like, the mayor or whatever, whoever this guy is, the leader? The overseer. Yeah, he's an overseer. He's kind of a bastard. He's kind of an asshole, for sure. Uh, like, we don't see enough of him to really judge if he's, like, actually an asshole or if he's just, like, in a stressful situation kind of situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's basically like, you guys all have to come, even though her dad is like, I need to go to the service to find Kipo. And he's like, you should have thought about that before you broke Porter protocol yeah like why like he's like i sent kipo out through the aqueduct and he's like why the fuck did he's you like do that? bad move homie yeah like we have site b if if he hadn't done that there would be no issues they no would have gone to site b and that would have been it he scrolled me never would have found them Kipo would have just lived underground and probably scarlamane kind of needs the the human puppets though you know? he does but he never would have found them well he needs like, more it dancers. Him, it would have taken him a long-ass time to at least, because they were saying that the tunnels to go to Site B were like a maze, essentially. That the overseer, I assume, is the only one that knows the way to get there. Yeah. And they open the, um, the can of tuna uh, to summon the Timbercats. <laughs> They're back. Yeah. The, boys. the summoning item has been spent. They don't want to help, but they will give them Pierre. I love the war the, parasite. The girl, like off to this, like the girl cat, whatever her name. Did we ever find out her name? I don't know what her name is, but she's pretty great. She's I got dope we, hair. I think we do dope hear hair. her name she's for sure, braid. but whatever. Yeah, she's like, yeah, like both her and um, Yum Yin are like, no, we're not helping. Yum Yin and Hammer Paul. <laughs> but they're like, can we borrow Pierre? And she's the one that says yes. And Yum Yin's like, fuck no. And she's like, you're doing it. You can't borrow my war parasite. He's then, dope though. Like, Pierre licks Kipo on the face, and he's like, fine. Yeah. He likes you. You can use him. What is he, a tick? A flea? He's, he's a flea. A flea. Which makes sense for the giant dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially they jump on his back, and they ride him into the Valley of the Dogs, 
and uh, they have like a sequence where they are like dodging the dogs and stuff, jumping on their backs and everything. The dogs run into each other, uh, but they find her dad. They do as soon as they land down. I guess in the clover must be in the middle of the clover. Yeah. I assume they landed in the middle. Yeah, I mean she she puts the glasses on and they're there at the paint. Yeah, she's like, yeah. look for something that you're not supposed to see. <laughs> yeah, look for something you can't find. <laughs> and it's like what? Well, it was just a manhole cover, to be fair. Yeah, in the middle of the dirt. So whatever, you know. <laughs> Random. What are you gonna do? Uh, they find dad, and they have a heartfelt reunion, and she is very much her father's daughter. Yeah. They like very much express it with like their jokes are the same, their nerding out is the same. Yeah. They make a whole joke. I gotta love that like lumer- luminous phosphorus reaction or something like that with the glowworms. Scarlemagne also sees them enter um, yes. the burrow. So. And he's like, hey, Rip. humming bombers, can we use your nukes? And they're like, yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah. This is also afterwards we see the burrow people meet their uh, the crew. Yep. Uh, Kipo's friends. Her friends. Yeah, she has twin friends. Which is kind of crazy that she's also like, hey guys, this is my best friend. Yeah, get wrecked, nerds. (laughs) Get wrecked. I've known you guys my entire life. With this girl I've known 10 days, best friend. I mean, (laughs) is she not, though? That's fair. She is now. But also, like, what, Kipo, did you only hang out with your dad? Yes. Oh, yeah, her dad's awesome. Her dad is awesome, but also hang out with other people. Fuck that. Um, But yeah, we have a crazy. Uh, fight sequence because um, Scarlet breaks through the burrow um, of Site B and we see Kipo have her dope massive like cat paw. Yeah, so we get this like crazy psychedelic purple jaguar song sequence as a rock is falling on her and her family essentially. Yeah, that was crazy. And it's like, oh, I, I have this song also on my Spotify playlist. I'm not going to try and sing it. Um, <laughs> But the purple jaguar thing, which so we know that she's, I guess, a part jaguar mute. Something like that. I don't know. Well, like basically when she gets the big paw, it's more or less a jaguar paw. Like it's a yeah, cat paw. Do jaguars sort. see in the dark? Yeah. Oh. Cats do, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. She's a jaguar. She's a jaguar. And I assume heightened sense of smell looking at Pip, who's just asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a heightened sense of everything, dude. Yeah, she does. Or he does. He does too. But so does Kipo. Uh, yeah, but so she gets the giant one arm. A la, what is that show that always did that? Uh, you're thinking of Hellboy. He has the stone Hellboy, arm. Hellboy, but also I think Generator. I don't know if that's who you're thinking of, but that's what I thought. Generator Rex also kind of did that a little bit, but that was more. Ben Ten. One Punch Man. One Punch Man does not get a giant one arm. <laughs> Um, that is also a show that's going to be some point on this show. Um, uh, My Hero Academia. They also does um, get a giant one arm. Persona Five. Does that happen in Persona? Persona 5? Three. Does that happen? I don't think that I happens in Persona. I haven't played it. <laughs> I don't think that happens in either of the Personas. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Specifically. Okay. Anyway. SpongeBob Season Five, Episode why Thirteen, we, Minute Twenty Four. SpongeBob and the, bottom, the Battle for Bikini Bottom. Shout out, great episode, or great video game. We did love that game. They're remastering it. Yeah, I know I have it on my wish list on Steam. Ah! God, I can't wait. It says, uh, coming when I'm ready on the thing. (laughs) That's good. So, not helpful, but... uh, (laughs) Not helpful, but also I appreciate... It's a good reference. Let's review Bomb It. Yeah, dude, let's do it. I appreciate that. They did that with Cyberpunk. They were like, it's coming out when it's ready. Cyberpunk's gonna be bad though. Cyberpunk is not gonna be bad. Fuck you. That's what everybody says from the demos. Suck, suck my dick. Fuck off. Fuck off. 
Just telling you. I'm giving you a heads up You're for wrong. when you um, when you pre-order and then get sad. I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> I haven't pre-ordered it yet. <laughs> I pre-ordered it on Xbox. I don't have it, but I want it. I'm going to sit it. It's going to be gonna, I'm probably going to wait and pre-order it just before it. it comes out because I try not to do pre-orders, but I also want Yeah, because bonus. pre-orders are cancer. You shouldn't give the studios that satisfaction. I don't want to give the studios that satisfaction. CD Projekt Red deserves that shit, though. The Witcher was a fucking amazing game. <laughs> you can make that face all you want. Maybe I will pre-order it now. I don't punch anyways. fucking coward, dude. <laughs> Anyways, why have the mighty have fallen, dude? You fucking yeah. jumping fucking into console, pre- bro. Let's yeah, get you're it. a fucking console, I'm dude. A console, bro. I'm buying it on PC. Isn't a VR console basically? It is essentially, dude. Yeah, you're a console boy. That VR headset is. So we, by the way, guys, we've, we've been, been playing, playing a bunch of VR games because I brought my headset over. I got an Oculus Quest not too long ago, and it's great. And it's more or less a console. I will it's admit, you're a console boy. I'm not a console boy. I'm a PC boy. He is it's more of a console boy than I am. That is not true. Big true. You don't even have a PC. He's got a Mac. Same thing. Exactly. Gaming, I have a gaming Mac. Really? Jacob, <laughs> gaming Mac that he it's built. It's a prototype. <laughs> he doesn't even run Mac on it, actually. He runs Linux, but it's all Mac parts. <laughs> Linux. Oh my it's all God. factory Mac parts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's essentially the episode, right? The Kipo uh, ends up scene. getting one of the flamingos, and that's where it ends because so, her dad gets taken. Rip. Yeah. Well, Benson, also, Benson, Benson saves the cute boy. Benson meets a cute boy who like likes the same music as him. Yeah. And then saves him. Dave actually gets his powers out when he wants to. No performance anxiety. No performance anxiety this time. He like for like bends, two seconds. And then like Benson works, jinxes though. him. Benson calls it out and yeah. he's like, "Yay, Dave!" And Dave's like, "You shouldn't have jinxed." Grandpa Dave. Oh, I love this moment. Best version. Grandpa Dave is great. But yeah, so Kipo actually gets kidnapped with her dad because this is when we find out. Her dad knows Scarlamane. Because they're like, they're, yeah, chit- already they're chit-chatting. Scarlamane's real name is Hugo. Do you guys remember that? Like no? the Martin Scorsese movie? Yeah, whatever. Shout out. But okay know, movie. Yeah, whatever. Fine movie. I don't know, you guys forget. Asa it. Butterfield's fucking greatest actor of all time. <laughs> the huge fake out where like, they're like, Kipo gets kidnapped. Ben Kingsley. instead comes back. Remember? No? Yeah. Like yeah, what's yeah. the guy, the guy that plays uh, oh Borat and the guy that plays... Um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. Yeah, good movie. Don't just like not off that movie, brother. I'm not nodding <laughs> it off. I'm trying to finish. But it essentially, we finished we finished the episode. We already mentioned that stuff. You're rehashing. I no. I was uh, hashtag rehash. Anyways, huge cliffhanger for season two, which comes out probably the day after this is released. So please watch it. It's guys. gonna be great. We're gonna watch it. We can't gonna, wait to talk about it. We're gonna. We could. Yeah, we can do another episode. I just meant in general, not. Yeah, on I feel like we're probably not gonna do one because we're all just gonna watch it at the same time. Probably. That's fine. Let's do that. Show me something new. That's right. not the hey. format. <laughs> That's not the format, but I also want to talk about it. So. But, uh, Does but have yeah. any final thoughts? No, great show. You guys should def go watch it. If yeah. you Thank made you, it Trevor. all the way through without watching it, you fucked up. But Pretty also bad. still but go also watch it. But also the plot's not a huge deal. Just It's just a great show just overall. Watch it. Go great. watch it anyways. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks for showing it, man. For wa- thank you guys for watching it and loving it. I'm Hell glad yeah. I finally brought something everyone liked. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, guys, thanks so much. Peace. Bye.